We know that Jesus comes to save us. Uh, but I don't think we always know what he comes to save us from. Uh, on some level, I think, yeah, if I ask you, what, what did Jesus come to save you from? Uh, things that come to mind are, are sin, right? He comes to save us from sin. Comes to save us from death. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but Jesus wants to come and save us from what most deeply threatens us more than anything else. He also wants to come and save us from our deepest suffering. What is, what is the worst suffering a human being can experience? It's not physical suffering, even though some people just experience terrible physical suffering. Some of you are currently experiencing deep, deep physical suffering, and I'm sorry, and I don't mean to belittle that. That's really real and really hard. But the deepest suffering that we can experience is the suffering of aloneness. Because you're made in the image of God. And what is God? God is a, a trinity, a Father, a Son, and a Holy Spirit. So God is this infinite outpouring and communion of love. God is relationships. And we're made to live in communion, in love, in relationships. Which means that the greatest suffering a person can experience, the most, you would say, inhumane, because it assaults what, what it means to be a human, the most inhumane suffering we can experience is to be alone. Even that word alone, you just feel it. And I don't mean to, you know, spend time by yourself. No, that's healthy and normal, but... Yeah, to, but to be really without relationship is the greatest poverty a human being can experience. It's the worst thing. So Jesus wants to save us from our aloneness. We're not made to be alone. And we can experience a loneliness and an aloneness from one another. Some of you have, have very little support in your life, and that's a great pain, that's a great sadness, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. But we can also experience an aloneness, a separation from God. And we call that sin. So when we say Jesus comes to save us from our sin, he comes to save us from any distance between us and him, any sense of aloneness from God. He comes to reattach us back to him. So salvation doesn't mean Jesus just helps you stop doing bad things. And he's like, okay, see you later, you're good. No, salvation means the infinite love of God coming very, very close to us and choosing us and joining himself to us and being with us forever. That's what salvation is. Jesus takes this name, he takes the name Jesus, which means God saves. You need to know that, that's going to be on the final. What does Jesus mean? God saves. We also have another title of, of, of God in this same passage. And what is it? It's in a lot of Christmas songs. O come, O come. Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So how does God save us from our sin, from our loneliness? Well, he comes to be with us. Emmanuel means God is with us. There's a part of my heart that needs to hear over and over and over that God is coming towards me and that he wants to be with me. That's a little, little part of our heart asks that question, especially when we're little. When we grow up, we try to shut down some of these questions, but they're really important. The question our little heart often asks is, does anybody want to be with me? Right? At recess. Recess is a big, scary place when you're a little kid. Like, does anybody want to play with me? It's a big question. As you grow older and you move into courtship, just, does anyone, is anyone interested in me? Right? Does somebody want me? Like, these are deep questions because they get at the core of who we are. Like we all want to be wanted. We want to be loved. We want to be chosen. Whether or not another human being has ever met those desires in you, 
The truth is that the infinite God of the universe wants to be with you so badly and he loves you so much and he chooses you and all of you, every part of you, from the deepest core of his being. And not just that, he is actively drawing close to you. He takes that title, Emmanuel, very seriously. He doesn't want to just be with us as in like just with humanity in a generic sense. No, he wants to be with you. Like he wants his life and your life to come together in a really deep, profound, but concrete way. Jesus comes to be with us. His salvation is his presence. He saves us by coming close to us. And we need him. Do you know that you need God more than you and I can fathom? We really, really need him. We need his but he comes to save us. Now, when God comes close, he doesn't always do it in the way we expect or desire. This gospel, um, yeah, for whatever reason, it's a gospel that I wrestle with. Sometimes I think about Joseph, St. Joseph, and I feel a little bit sad. Now, why is that? Well, one, because I don't trust God. But uh, on a deeper level, it's because it seemed like he was a guy that had a plan, and the whole thing got just tossed out the window. Um, and maybe he felt like that too a little bit. So, what do we know about Joseph? Not a ton. You know, he's a righteous man. He's a good man. And we know that at some point he fell in love with this beautiful woman. She would have been a, a very young woman. And her name was Mary. And he was just smitten by her. And so deeply affected by her that he wanted to give his whole life to her. To totally give himself as a gift. He wanted to marry her. And so that was the plan. Um, and so he was experiencing the time before their wedding. Now, one fun fact about uh, this time is there was no save the dates or wedding invitations. They didn't have to book venues in the same way. In some ways, it was a lot less stressful, okay? So uh, I have some, there's people currently in this church that are preparing for a wedding, and I'm like, you know, because the, the, it might not seem like a magical time. But for Joseph, we imagine like, all right, he's excited for their wedding day, like when they're going to come together, because he just loves her. And then something really hard and confusing happens. And what's that? He finds out she's pregnant. And you can just imagine what happens to this heart of this really good man. Of like, wait, wait, what? And, and there's, a, there's a strange detail here. It says that Mary's conceived, has conceived this child through the Holy Spirit. But St. Joseph seems to not be aware of this. And it raises the question, wait, did Mary explain what was going on? And it's very possible that she didn't. Because why? Because Mary had a, a trust in God that you and I can't even fathom. You can't imagine it. Because she was sinless. She just totally, totally trusted God. And so now she's pregnant. And she's like, all right, God, you've you got to figure this out, I guess. Like, it's not my job. Like, God, I trust you. So she just leaves it to God. And God takes care of it. But Joseph finds out that she's pregnant. And it says he's not willing to expose her to shame, so he assumes that there's something to be ashamed of. He thinks she cheated on him, right? But he's a good man, and he still really loves her, and, and he still cares about her, even though this thing's happened. So he's like, I'm not going to expose her to shame. I'm not going to bring her to trial, because this was a, 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 an offense that a person would be to, brought to trial for. He's like, I'll just slip away. I'll just go away. Just imagine the sadness, gosh, the sadness of his heart in this moment. He just lets it all go. His dreams with Mary, his plan for their life, 
And he's like, I'll just, I'll just leave. I don't know, for some reason, I don't know why this, this may not, may not be helpful, but it reminds me of a moment, this, this dynamic when I was a kid of sometimes like you'd done something wrong or something was really hard and you just ran back, I would just run to my room. There's this feeling of like, I just want to get out of here. But in those moments, I was always hoping that somebody would come for me. Like that someone would come looking for me. So Joseph says, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave this situation. And while he's sleeping, an angel appears to him in a dream and says, oh, no, 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 no. No, something beautiful is happening and everything's okay. And in fact, you're going to be a part of it, like a central part of what's happening. And so the angel says to him, Joseph, son of David. Now that title, son of David, means that that Joseph is a descendant of David. He's not his actual son. We're talking about King David who lived a thousand years earlier. But it does mean that Joseph is a family, uh, a member of the royal family, a descendant. And David was the king. So all of a sudden his ears probably perk up because David was the king and we've been waiting for a king to come. But the angel calls him Joseph, son of David. That's very ennobling for him. He says, don't be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. Did you hear the word your? He's saying, no, Mary's going to be your wife. Yeah, I want you to be her husband. And I want you to bring her into your home, meaning you will be her spouse. It says, for this child is conceived through the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him. That's the job of a dad. The dad gets to name the kid. At the, at the circumcision, they would turn to the dad, and at one point he would declare the name of the child. So the angel's saying, no, you're going to name him because you're going to be his dad. What's happening in this moment is that the God of the universe has sent his son to become a human being and to become a little baby. And when he decided, who do I want to be his dad out of everybody, he picked Joseph. So Joseph is chosen to guide this little boy to be his dad, to protect him, to shelter and protect and to provide for Mary, to take her into his home. And he gets to name him. And of course, his name is Jesus, which means, it's on the final, God saves, right? Yeah, so Joseph's plan didn't happen. But then it kind of did, but in a way bigger and more profound and more beautiful than he could have possibly hoped or imagined. There's something of this dynamic that tends to take place when God comes close to us. That there is a death and a letting go that we have to go through. Of like, I had a plan, and I wanted God to help me do my plan, and it tends to not go that way. And oftentimes there's this moment where we just have to like let go and say, like, I, don't, I don't understand. But that doesn't mean it's over. No, then God does, often does those very beautiful things. God's not done with us. He's got good things in store. Joseph lived the rest of his life with Mary as his wife. Um, And he would experience deep, deep love from her. I mean, love that we can't imagine. Deep tenderness and care and compassion. And then he raised this little boy who was God himself, who loved him with the love of the heart of God. St. Joseph was just swept up into this story, this this incredible role, And you imagine his heart so many times must have just said, God, who am I? Like, who am I that you've chosen me for this? 
God has a role for each of us, like to be a part of each other's lives, to love one another, to walk with one another. People have been entrusted to you, and that's not random. That's part of his plan. He says, hey, I, I trust you with these people to take care of them. They're my gift to you, to shelter, to shepherd, to care, to, to love, to serve. Yeah, and the response of our hearts sometimes is like, wow, yeah, who am I? God, that you trust me. You trust me with this role. Okay. God saves us, and he saves us with his presence. God is saving you, and he's saving you by coming close to you. He doesn't want to fix things and then leave. No, he wants to come close and then stay forever. That's what God does. That's why he has this name, Emmanuel. He loves you, desires you, chooses you beyond anything you can fathom. I'll give you a moment to pray. And if you're okay with it, I would just like you very simply to give God permission to come close. You say, God, I give you permission to come close to me.